This is the Chimwag Podcast. In this episode, we will be breaking down our top five monsters in movies. My fellow Chimwaggers today are Solo Sharif. Hello. And Sam Glenn Smith. Yeah. So guys, uh, today we're breaking down monsters in movies. So um, to get us started with, um, what are the kind of signature monster movies? I don't know. I wait. I, I think, I think were... it, it depends. We were having trouble just thinking on what counts as monster. Yeah. I think that, that, that really opens it up to a diverse range. I think your, your mind sort of goes directly towards a time of films that I, I haven't really seen in, in um, like the old school monster movies. You know? Yeah, Christopher Lee. Yeah. yeah. I think also you just automatically just jump to like King Kong or Godzilla because they're probably the most done or rehashed monster movies, I would say. Um, we're on to plenty of spin-offs and that by now. And there's so many crossovers and like restarted universes within Godzilla that, like, yeah, I don't know. They've been making them since like the fifties as well. Mm. Like Godzilla, Godzilla was the original fucking film franchise, man. Yeah, because a big thing is like, is a monster movie like, is it necessarily a horror film? Yeah, um, it's it's a tough. It's a it's, yeah. I think that's the thing. It 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 cro- a monster itself crosses genres, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a monster. Doesn't have to be a horror character. Yeah, because as we go through our list, we'll see that fantasy plays a big mm. big part. Yeah, of yeah, on a few <laughs> of ours. Okay, so what we'll do is go through our list um, one by one from five up until one, and we will. Uh, debate on what should be in that position but at the time we get to the end of it we'll have a a chinwag definitive top five yeah. monsters in movies from you know uh, 2020 from from eight, uh, march 2020 I completely <laughs> forgot the date is it the 10th it's the 10th of march yeah probably okay so um it, number five in mine is uh mimic from um edge of tomorrow um, mm. I chose this because uh, it's like an, a, a sort of alien army that has a hive mind uh, that kind of messes with time and puts time on a loop. And whilst the hero Tom Cruise um, has this effect as well, um, so does this army. So it's it's like it uses time in like in a parasite way um, that like. Yeah. Um, it will invade a space over and over again until it's done it the perfect way, uh, which which is which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty unique monster power, really. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it, um, it's just like it's Groundhog Day with aliens, uh, <laughs> essentially. But like it's just done in such a way that's really unique and innovative, and it's why it's a cult classic, even though it didn't do well. Um, well, this is the thing you're kind of explaining to me, so because I don't believe you've yeah, seen it either. Neither of us have seen this one. So, but I think from just the brief description, as soon as you start mentioning time, as long as it's done well, I haven't seen the film myself. Like that can really create a monster because there's just not really a lot you can do when things start messing with time, and yeah. you don't have that ability. Yeah, it it, apply, it does apply certain rules to it. Yeah. But it does the film itself. I think does a good job with those. It it wouldn't still be talked about today, with the budget that it got in its box office run, had it not 
oh. apply to those rules well. Yeah. Because like, you've heard of it. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I mean, money. I've heard of good. I've heard it's good at that. Yeah. So, um, Solo, let's go with your number five. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so for number five, I went with the Basilisk from Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets because that's my favourite Harry Potter movie in the franchise. And that's controversial. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. But <laughs> you, you, I, it's, it's not for Solo <laughs> to be controversial. Yeah. <coughs> I, yeah. Well, I, I fucking love it. And one of the reasons I love it so much is just based off the basilisk and how fucking gangster it is as a monster because like alright first of all it's a giant snake that's cool like I don't need to say anything more about that it's it can kill you by looking at you it can petrify you if you like look at it indirectly it's venom can kill horcruxes which is like the most indestructible thing within its universe and it would have murdered Harry if Forks didn't cut out his fucking eyes for him like, I don't, I, 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 yeah, and it just it it murked him. The it was such a lethal beast in, yeah, top monster. Is it not like nicely caged though? Um, like you no. gotta you gotta go messing around to no, release the like, thing. It, it you you do. To move about the castle. Like that was that was how it got people. Yeah, through the piping. Mm. <laughs> but <laughs> I think as well, like. Only a, only a few people can actually really tame it because yeah, you have to be able to speak parcel tongue, which is throughout the franchise is known as like a very rare ability to have and only really associated with dark wizards anyway. So really, it only serves for for people that that kind of need it anyway. Yeah, you and, know, and even even within the. Because within that world itself, the, even the specific basilisk from Chamber of Secrets was only tameable by the ghost of Tom Riddle because he's a descendant of Salazar Slytherin. Yeah. And so it's like, it, it, it only dealt with one master still its entire life because it knew the one master and family from birth. Anyone else would have got fucking slaughtered going in there. I think as well what makes it even crazier is that like you've got uh they make reference to it throughout the film with Dumbledore and McGonagall and everyone saying that like they had the top wizard searching the, the whole of Hogwarts trying to find this this one this one chamber and just no luck yeah you know and yeah no that's a that's a great shout yeah okay so what shows then Sam uh, mine is uh, Bagul. Uh, Bagul is the uh, the anarchist, I guess. In uh, in sinister, yeah. He just he antagonist. Just, antagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. <laughs> I mean, he just causes anarchy. To be honest, he uh, he's known as the eater of children, and he he just infects families. He he. He'll just take the most innocent part of the family and just corrupt them to the point where they eventually end up murdering their whole family in just really graphic ways. And I think his like hands-off approach of just, I don't know, possessing the children and then just standing in the corner and making you jump every now and again, it just works just so well. 
because he, he creates another element of scare in it. You're not just scared of him. It's also like, right, what's this this 12-year-old going to do? And that, and you, like, I, I imagine I'm not a parent myself, but, like, there's probably nothing more scary than your kids trying to attack you or something in a, in a serious way. Like, I couldn't imagine having, like, my own flesh and blood trying to trying to murder me, especially not at that age. What does he look like? He's, like, very Jigsaw-esque from Saw. Uh, white uh, face, very tall, long, dark, like scraggly hair. Um, he's he's just he's he's very creepy. I think his height as well, or just the way they they make him out to be so big with the way he is with the children and not whatnot. Like he's just daunting. I guess. I guess that'd be my my best word for him. Um, Right, so interesting. We have um, uh, a hive mind alien army versus uh, a mythical <coughs> snake um, versus, um, well, I, I've, I've struggled to explain him. A demon? Yeah, a pagan mm. demon. That's what he's known as. Oh, okay. So is this? does this go with pagan mythology then? Um, yeah, do they just say it's pagan or is it like real pagan? Well... In the the movie um, explanation that says it dates back to uh, the first mentionings are from like Bab- uh, Babylonian times. So um, I'm not too sure. I need to probably fact check it. I don't think there were many it. pagans in ancient Babylon. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I think like it's like the first of mentioning of that was from oh, Babylonian like of of that of that demon, yeah, of Bagul. But he oh, was like okay. known as like the eater of children. And whatnot. I don't know within. Well, I'd have to. I'll have to fact check it to be honest. Like. So it's like he he so he essentially has like an army of children. Basically, yeah. He's, bidding. he's just always been known as that. But as as we'll find out as we go through the list, like that is something that I think. I think when because monsters are really for to scare children, like mm. really aren't they? Like you, as you get older, you're kind of expected yeah, to to. Yeah. You, <laughs> You know, you you grow out of the the idea of being scared of monsters as you grow older because you just know they're not they're not particularly real. Yeah. But like, as a kid, like anything, any beast or anything like that is terrifying. Like, interesting. Yeah. It's definitely made me want to watch the film. I had no interest in seeing Sinister until it will stick with you. Whoa, yeah. it's James Wan. He's so. Oh, Come on. Yeah. I knew I, I did know that James Wan had directed it. I just I didn't know if it was very good or not. But uh, sounds like really interesting. So how are we going to strategize this fifth place then? So I don't know because I feel I like, like Sam's d- made me want to watch the film, mm. which is a good thing, but. Um, like I don't, I, I can't visualize this monster. And for a monster yeah. to it's, know what it looks like, for me, it, it sounds like it's an. It, it sounds okay. like it's uh, an abstract monster. You know what I mean? Like you, I guess it. it yeah, on, I'm on getting this, a vision a of similar, like a slender man kind no, of. No, see, I. Th- it's to me, it, it kind of seems like it's the kind of monster that. A bit like how. The monster from it, is, is like 
it's like an abstract that it exists in like yeah. it chooses an appearance kind of thing like it, it feels like it's it has that abstract quality where it, it feels it's like a malleable presence it can do whatever kind of shit that's kind of how the mimic moves because it's it's sort oh, of does, oh, fluid really? in its motion oh, okay i th- i thought i it, thought it was like a solid creature n- no it, it it's it's kind of crazy um oh okay so um sam's just showing me a oh, picture so it's, oh of, it's an actual thing of, of the, the bagul yeah um, um like looks kind of like michael jackson if he was to remove his mouth and eyes yeah, yeah. um make his makeup a bit more patchy mm. it looks a bit like he looks like uh, a blue like, or- like the orc. crow if you see the crow <laughs> that kind children. of style with a black hair mm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> big energy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay. Well, I, I, for, for me, I feel like I, I'm, I can struggle to. I think because me and Sam know less about the mimic, I'm struggling to vote for it. You know what I mean? It's true. It's, it is still the best choice, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I also think as well that, like, I mean, I'm happy to give up Bagul in comparison to the Basilisk because mm. it is a very honourable mention and yeah. possibly one of the most overpowered monsters in in fantasy. I mean, it can kill you by looking at oh, you. Oh, in, in Harry it's, Potter, 100%. Yeah, yeah, in other... Films yeah, to be fair, other films do um, make reference to Basilisks. Mm. Yeah, it's a so, well-known mythological creature. On that, on that ground, my my vote is probably gonna have to go towards Solos, just because I haven't seen the film either. Although I am, I do want to watch the film now as well. Mm. So I don't know. I feel like we'll both have to probably take the the humbleness of. Yeah, and to be fair, the basilisk is like the only monster that all three of us have seen. So it is the only fair choice. And nobody really has a big argument against it. Even me throwing like a, a, a shitty slide jab saying, oh, but it's a bit tricky to get to it, isn't it? And like, yeah. it even that's just, just me being pedantic. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, our official number five monster of the Chinwaggers top five monsters list is the Basilisk. From Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Um, yeah, so moving on to number four. Um, we'll let Solo start this time. Um, yeah, I don't know if I like this one. No, I don't. Yeah, what well, the thing for me is it's it's the nothing. It's nothing against. Yeah, all right. <laughs> well, now you've heard me saying it, but yeah, it's the thing from the thing or the things from the thing because I think there's like. Three or four? There's, there's at least like three people that kind of turned it, into one. Yeah, it kind of like splits off. Yeah. It's like a virus. It's, yeah, it's like it's a parasitic life form. And I love it. And it, I don't have it on four to do it a dig. It's like because it's still in my top five. I think it's a fucking sick like monster and just how it could be anyone. And it's, and it's so. The cultural impact it's had can be seen in a lot of other monster movies or even just like say a television series tons of things have done a thing parody at some point or like made reference to it in their 
in however they write a certain episode. Absolutely. You see it, especially the scene uh, where the guy's, like, dead. So they go to repump his heart and then, like, it opens up yeah. his mouth and his hands get eaten. You will see that kind of thing yeah, in so much. I think much. that and the, the blood test, I think, are the two that you will see the most reference to. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of things where it's, like, it's always, like, oh, well, we have ever since the thing rather there's always been like a test of like oh we have to, there'll be something in the blood that will prove like i mean i've 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 been caning through x files and there's a lot of shit like that in those episodes and even in star trek they do stuff like that where the blood is the freaky part and will prove if you're a monster yeah i think there's something yeah. like disturbing about the uncanny of imitation yeah um, yeah it's a very it's it's always seen as like a it's a villain power to disguise yourself as someone else really yeah like traditionally it's, it's a bit it's it's up there with invisibility where you're kind of like unless only you bad Jennifer, people use them unless you cast jennifer lawrence and then yeah but it's still an evil it's still an evil no how evil the character has been <laughs> yeah no i disagree with jennifer lawrence's <laughs> but it's just how it's just how mystique was written in that Okay, yeah, but, so um, I very much yeah. love the thing, um, and I have it higher up on my list. So. Yeah. yeah, what do you have for your four? Uh, we'll get to me. I went first last time. Oh, so okay, Sam, do you want to do yours thing. next then? <coughs> Just want to shout out the thing, but I feel like we'll discuss it again when it's probably going to be argued for a higher yeah, position. But, yeah, mine... Um, more just for own personal experience really was the the giants from the original 1989 bfg and that's just because just even as a 2d animation it, they were just terrifying they were just so they were so tall and they have these like old london tall houses and they're just reaching in just with their long nails just through people's windows or children's windows and just literally just taking them putting them in a bag you know like like that yeah, and, and just they were, they, especially when you're when you're watching that as a child is the kind of thing i put it this way especially from a, i was a child that lived on the first well the first floor or the second floor if you're in america and normally what monsters aren't going to get you from if you're above the ground you know what i mean and those motherfuckers didn't care like and the evil giants were like 20 times the size of the only friendly guy like he was literally the big friendly giant and he was a midget <laughs> yeah exactly they were they were brutal to him as well i didn't like that in the film you know so much i did he just wanted to spread love I didn't like the the size difference between the BFG and and the yeah, and the giants, and I, I, it, it, I didn't really get why they were eating children because it's barely a snack. It's like going for a blueberry at best. It's just better than snozcumber though, isn't it? I think it's something like <laughs> that's what it's called, isn't it? What what the BFG snozcumbers? Oh yeah. That that weird thing. Oh, yeah. Can you not remember that way? I he don't remember it's it. Like he's, like a, he's basically a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no offense to vegans, but like what? that, he is like, he yeah, doesn't. Yeah, he was the OG vegan. Yeah, he even forced veganism on his people when they locked them up in Buckingham Palace and just like starved them. <laughs> he's like got the abuse of like a mid 2000s vegan. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's been, like, he, I mean, he might, it might as well be like discrimination for him the poor boy 
Yeah, that's, that's my shout. Okay, so uh, we have the Giants from BFG versus The Thing. Um, mine is uh, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, the biggest uh, reason it's um, on my list the way it is um, is when I, I'm thinking about what actually is a monster. Um, and one of the inherent things of a monster is sort of it, it, it comes at night, you know, it gets you when, you when you're sleeping in bed when you're a child. Uh, and there's nothing kind of terrifying than it being your dreams. Um, there's there's no escape with that. The more you fight it, the weaker you get to it, and it, it's just a vicious cycle. Um, so yeah, I feel Freddy Krueger's a top monster. Yeah, I'd I'd have to agree with that as well. I think as well like when in the originals and like in the remakes, when you discover the ori- like the origins of Freddy. And him actually being like in the originals, he's a child murderer, whereas in the in the remake, he's a child molester, whatever. It just makes him because when you know before he's a beast, he was a a horrible like villain. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So in the original ones, he's a child murderer. This is the thing. He yeah, Freddy I, attacks. I, I only be- ever knew him as that that he was just a, he murdered people in their sleep. Oh, the reason oh. he looks the way he does is because he was burnt alive by the oh. village people when they discovered he was a child murderer. They didn't prosecute him. They just went to his house and burnt him alive, just set fire to his thing. Um, in the remake, he's a janitor at a school who's like sexually abusing the, the kids and they find out and the same thing happens again. But like he kills all the parents round up and drag him out in it. Yeah. Oh, man. It's... Um, very brutal yeah I, I have to Freddy Krueger's a good shout mm. I've, yeah, I've not I've not I've never seen any of those movies but even I know him as an iconic monster like I mean like he's recognisable as one of well I mean he's a, he, he's the face of an, his own franchise really you know, I have the Halloween. box out there just so you know you know oh. you know at Halloween you've seen a, a Freddy glove <laughs> Yeah, one yeah. of your friends is yeah. Freddy Krueger. Oh yeah, the Every claws. Year. And considering they like date back to like I think like seventy nine, I think the first one, or was it early eighties? The first one. Uh, I'm not I, sure. I'm I could not sure. you, but like, he's just been an icon. For you. when I I grew up watching Freddy Krueger, like well knowing a Freddy Krueger, and the only Freddy Krueger film. Until I was about, until the 2010 remake was Freddy vs. Jason in 2003. And like, that that's... 1984. 1984. Oh, yeah, that's comical that at best. Like, it's a good film though. It is a good film. But I would, um, to be fair, I would, yeah, I'd probably have to say as an iconic monster, Freddy Krueger probably, probably takes this round for me. Yeah. Um, like... Cool. Thank well, you. Yeah, yeah, and the I only I, yeah, I'd probably go with that as well. The only reason, like, I'm not saying making an argument for the thing is because yeah, I yeah. think it should be higher than fourth in my opinion. Although there is a risk that we don't pick it for my pick and <laughs> it doesn't get on the list at all. But yeah, nice one, guys. So Freddy Krueger is our uh, fourth <coughs> top yeah. villain, um, and the Basilisk sits at number five. Um, so with our number three picks we'll start it off with Sam um, who has uh, I, I love this pick yeah this was originally my number two but like when you find out my number two I'll explain why it got switched 
but it it's got to be um, just jab of the hut. I just think <laughs> for like whereas he's not himself the scariest looking thing. He's just a big slug, really, isn't he? He's with with weird, really weird eyes. Are really stoned eyes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I imagine he could still like just eat your whole. Yeah, but he's a gangster. That's well, the thing. I mean, he he is a legit he gangster. He easily fit a person in his fucking fat ass mouth. He's a big alien mob boss that will literally feed you to a, a mouth in the sand. If, he, if yeah. he is another, the donkey, he'll feed you to a mo- another monster. There's a monster hierarchy on Tatooine, and Jabba's at the top. <laughs> He's, yeah. the, he's the Don Carleone of the yeah. galaxy and, far, far away. And this is why, because he's by far not the strongest monster on that. He, most of the monsters would have him twisted, but he's just the mob boss. But if, the, if you read yeah, the books and that, the Hutt family you, is, is what you yeah. do not mess with. Yeah, that's, that's how they do it, because they just, they just have the... The clan has <coughs> just fucking money, man. Yeah, when you're looking at the, the outer rim planets... Mm. like. It's like Princess Leia. It's like you know she's a princess and that. He's like, yeah, I'll yeah, just, just ki- I'll just kidnap her. Although at that point she's a princess of nowhere. She's a princess of dust and rock. Yeah, so. but, she, but she's a. I I guess it, it's the same kind of title as a prince in exile kind of thing. Where it's like you're not prince of anything, but you're recognized. Like cause, like. Yeah. Like in the books and stuff, as you get into it, she's still recognised as like of a noble house, so she's a princess even if she doesn't have a dominion. Yeah, I think that's probably reflective of like her career in politics, mm. though. That she yeah. just, I guess, mad respect off everybody because she goes from princess to general. Mm. She's kind of crazy. Mm. Anyway, uh, but uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> a bit <laughs> off topic from job, <laughs> from, <laughs> from the princess. <laughs> uh, just just having a quick look on his uh, his fan wiki on Star Wars and just a fun fact he's actually a hermaphrodite Jabba the Hutt. Oh. I don't I don't know when that's specified know. to, but well, in, I thought in in Legends I thought they had both gen they had two genders. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what hermaphrodite is. No, no, I mean, as in it was they they weren't they weren't hermaphroditic. There was a male and female, oh. or at least that's how I remembered it in Legends. Uh. But that could have been just one of the clans had like a rule or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. They're probably, yeah. what is it, metamorphosis when they split? Yeah, <laughs> they metamorphose. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've got Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Um, my Jabba. third pick is Gremlins. The reason I've yeah. chosen Gremlins is just because Good. them fuckers spread. And them rules, then you can't abide by these rules. You You can't get that cute little cheeky the mogwai yeah mogwai you can't keep that dry you just can't do it he, he's, he's a little cheeky bastard and he's cute like you want to get him out of his cage and that uh, and and then you can't feed him after midnight like but you feel I bad don't, i don't him. know who the audience <laughs> for this podcast is but man's a stoner and i eat after midnight no, i'm not know. gonna lie i'm one of the i'm one of those people where like i i don't eat like i i will i do a brush teeth and then i'm not eating afterwards right but like he's gonna he's gonna step out in the mm. rain or something. Yeah, you, yeah. You can't keep fucker. this mogwai and not have gremlins. Once you've got gremlins, that's it. You have to keep just, him. You have you'd have spread. to keep him in an umbrella stand just to avoid like instead of a cage, just to keep him dry at all times a and trapped ball. so he doesn't get away. Yeah, hamster ball. That'd be perfect. Yeah, and even though that like the films make gremlins at least gremlins two uh, makes them a lot more like comedic mm. and funny. Like the reality of these gremlins. 
would be mental. It it would like stop civilization. In cities yeah, and that. yeah. It would be well, crazy. I mean, in Gremlins too, they they pretty much shut down that whole. They shut down a mall and then it throws the whole city into panic. Yeah, and they will the like continue to exponentially spread as well and get worse and yeah, worse trust. and worse. So yeah, I I think they're crazy, um, creative and imaginative monsters. Yeah. Uh, although small, pack a lot of power in 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 numbers. Yeah, like mm. How do you feel about them being made into like a a comedy kind of? like icon as well though because they're not it's like chucky, they, they I are think. quite sc- yeah yeah you chucky's com- uh, i think you can you can have a comedic monster though mm, you True. can just but make I, the scar just make the scar scary and make the comedy funny and i'm on board for it yeah, yeah, you can do that. i think i think yeah i agree to be fair so i know my first the first time i watched gremlins i went into it thinking it was like a kids film because the only thing i'd ever seen was gizmo is it Gizmo? Like yeah, and he's like a Furby, oh, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. I used to have like a Gizmo thing. I had no idea what they turned into. I, I didn't know that was where the film I, was I, going. I never had one. Did you know? It was really funny, but it was rock solid. I have no idea why it was like... Oh, was it one of them like smelly ones? Yeah, I think you so. You know, that had a scent to it. Yeah. And like that's what I thought it was going to be like. So when they're turning into those... Mm, no, Yeah. The first one is Buki. You know, I think the second one comes with the jokes. Yeah. I, yeah. I think I've only seen the first one once, okay. but the second one, I've no, I've seen at least twice. Yeah, I've I've seen them a lot as a kid. On TV more. Uh, yeah. Um, I think the second one is like a bit of a a, um, a Christmas film, if I remember rightly. So it tends to be on around Christmas time. Uh, I thought the first one was set at Christmas. Oh. I thought it it, I, I thought that was the other way around. Okay, I might I might be wrong there. My bad. Anyway, so um, yeah. that we oh, well, yeah, well, my no- yeah. I've let's go my- to solos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hadn't realized. Yeah, let's do it. All right, well, yeah, well, my number three is the Hulk, and the Hulk in particular from the Ang Lee's two thousand movie, which was Eric Banner, it's as Bruce Banner, because it's a proper. It's a it's a very old school style. Mo- it might as well be one of the universal monsters, and how it's like it's it's just the duality of man and monster, where one side is you know the super intelligent Bruce Banner, and then he's the Hulk, the next. Literally a nuclear yeah. bomb. Yeah, yeah, and it is, and it's the it's the version of the Hulk that just like it doesn't stop. Like when it when he gets unleashed in the city, he nearly destroys it. Like it's it's the destructive monstrous one instead of like what mm. you get later with the way the MCU t- like gives you its actual character. Yeah, well, it it couldn't be a monster within sort of the MCU in mm. that sense because like there has I feel like that has an element of of mindlessness, you know, in which yeah. the MCU have continued to give the whole. Yeah, yeah, it's because it because it was. Because it's a Hulk that was has been around longer, it's developed rather than just the Ang Lee Hulk, which was just pure monster. Mm. And that, yeah, that that was why I specifically chose it from that movie, and not just the Hulk character in general. Yeah, he... a bit a bit like how Sam had the BFG, but I mean, well, the well the giants from the BFG, but specifically from the old cartoon rather than the character as a whole, because it's been in a more recent film, but it's been different. Yeah, I think even the way that Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk 
it's mm. like it's like a painful kind of transition yeah as opposed to when mark ruffalo is just like i'm always hungry and face <laughs> like crossfade yeah um so we have gremlins versus angley's the hulk versus jabba the hut interesting how um we we again we sort of we have very different choices yeah, it's, yeah it's, um, and it's 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 a broad classification that we're going with with monster yeah mine is like vast quantity of like mm. kind of bookish creatures um yours is one huge like yeah. nuke yeah, as, as i mentioned and sam's got like a, a proper og gangster like <laughs> like a mafia kind of don um uh, yeah. So like the intelligence ranges, the, the, the threat, yeah. So there's, I don't know if there's like a key point that we can choose. That this is the dis, the, the defining factor, apart from if we were to look at what, what does define a monster mm. at its core. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one to pick apart from because it's not like you can say who you can't even say well who would win because Hulk and the gremlins could take out Jabba on a, if it was like just a group of them but then Jabba has a fucking like consortium of like ships all kinds of yeah. criminal enterprise at his disposal and if he, if he wanted to like get rid of some gremlins I think he could get it done pretty easy <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's that's two two phone calls at best like a, on, on a long day it's two it's on an a easy holo- day it's, it's a hologram transmission yeah Mate, Jabba's just going to going to Endor, paying off some Ewoks to just run up on them gremlins. Yeah. I'm telling you now, that's what he's doing. That's easy. That's them dealt with. It's just a couple of Mandalorians in a rusty bucket. Yeah. The Hulk can get would, fed to the hole in the ground as well. What's he doing? They'd be trapped as Mogwai if it was on Tatooine as well, because there's no fucking water anyway. But if, if, we, if yeah. we're going off who wins in a fight, Hulk wins in a fight. In a yeah, fist yeah, fight, right. yeah. yeah. I'm just, I'm just making a joke of how it's impossible to even like scale that because although they don't match up at all, Hulk would be stupid in a fight against the Gremlins, and mm. that that fight would last yeah, for ages. Sure, yeah, I'm not for sure like, if he'd be able to get them all, but he'd he'd win, but he wouldn't. He'd end up just scattering them across the city. Yeah, he'd, yeah, he'd win actually. the battle, but yeah. like the war. He, he, um, but that I don't think that's. What we're arguing here, we're not arguing that the best no. fighter or uh, like a battle royale type scenario. We're talking about monsters, so l- l- let's go back. What what is the the essence of a monster in your guys' opinion? I in movies, it, it's a. I think it's difficult because it's a bro- it's a broad it's a broad statement to make, mm. and sp- so specifically in this case, the reason I class. Hulk as a great monster and a number three monster is because it's it's almost it's it's the monster of Bruce Banner's true self and all of his rage like especially as they get into the like creation of it and how it's it's the incarnation of all his angry memories of his father like the repressed memories of his mother's death and it's like it's really it's almost born out of the evil within man and that is, it, is is man not the most monstrous thing of all at the end of the day? Yeah, it's the ultimate Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I and I love I love the classic monsters. Like and mm. and that is that is a modern classic in my opinion of Jekyll and Hyde. That my friend is a hell of an argument. 
Mm. Sam, can you top it? Because <laughs> I'm going to let you go first, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like if I argue for Jabba here, um, I'm not going to win this. So instead, what I'm going to just say is that I believe Jabba has just always been... He's always been himself, you know. There's ne- they've never recreated him really. He's quite true to the films as he is in 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 the in the lore of Star Wars and in the yeah. the comic books and whatnot. However, I feel like Hulk has just been interpreted so much now that he's he's just a comedy guy now. He's not. Yeah, he's not. A, but if we're talking about the guy. one film, yeah, but that's why. I- Picked, it's yeah. the, sa- the same way that you picked specifically the giants from the cartoons. True. You, I'm saying like mm-hmm. the Hulk as played by Eric Banner, directed by Ang Lee. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I've got it kind of one really of those picks ones. coming up where I'm like specifically stating one film and not the others. Mm. Yeah, I, I can't top the argument. I'm not gonna lie. No, yeah, I I love the argument, and I think especially when it comes down to what is a monster, and and looking back at the old school monsters and bringing the connection back to Doctor Jekyll and uh, Mister Hyde, and 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 then I, it also got me thinking a bit of uh, like Frankenstein's monster and stuff, yeah, and how like yeah, Frankenstein yeah. was hyper intelligent, and um, mm. and the monster was looking for longing, which kind of Hulk the yeah, Hulk yeah, is Hulk is, is so. Character is um, although I will say. I don't quite rate the film so much. Oh, uh, yeah, I always get hate for saying it's one of my favourite films. Yeah, I, uh, we are going to suck it up and put Hulk down as our number three in, in our top three monst- uh, top five monsters list. I do like the Marvel representation as well, though. So, well, you know me, um, I'm a fucking... Although I'm it took... Big, uh, big, big on all comics. Yeah, we, we, had, we had a chance to have a bit of Star Wars representation in there. Yeah, yeah, we had Java. Um, <laughs> great. So uh, when we go into our second picks now, and this this is where it, where it gets serious. Mm. Um, so for my second pick, um, I wanted the kind of unrelenting force, not force of nature. That it, it doesn't matter where you run or how fast or where you hide. This is just non-stop coming for you. And for that reason, I chose Terminator from the first Terminator film. Obviously not yeah. ha- after he was reprogrammed. My favorite um, Terminator film, that one. Yeah, it's so hard. Um, and the fact that that like the protagonist of that film is Kyle Reese, yeah. um, in my opinion, um, and like he doesn't make it out alive. Like the yeah, Terminator no. is that unstoppable Kyle force Reese is that such takes a great the hero. Um, although, like I I I argue it as a horror film. People could say it's a, a thriller or sci-fi thriller or, or I whatever, think if, but I, I think, think it, ca- it counts yeah it counts as a horror in the same way that aliens like alien 2 in particular counts yeah. as a horror I don't count aliens as a horror cuz do you I'd know yeah it's I say it's a yeah like horror thriller I say it's more action adventure yeah, but no, but I'm saying it's a crossover point of genre, <coughs> in the same way that the ter- the Terminator. I, I feel like its its appearance <coughs> isn't monstrous, but it 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 has monster qualities. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 a monster in terms of like it's it's a robot, so it's uh, yeah. It, although it's in a human shell, it is inhumane. Mm. Um, so well, it, but it's, very, it, it's yeah. uncanny. Oh, it is prime. 
yeah, yeah. it's like dead eyed um <laughs> the the red light behind the eye sort of gives that away yeah. through the film um so yeah the terminator is my pick for number two on this list solo um uh my number two is the balrog from the fellowship of the ring because i mean give, give people the quote let them know what the, oh yeah the could, you sh- yeah you shall not one, pa- yeah. you shall not pass yeah, yeah. Uh, the, no, the iconic I, battle of the bridge that, as it is I, known in official law yeah I feel like that's that's the way you you remember who, mm. who this character yeah it's is. the giant fucking fire demon that Gandalf has to sacrifice his life in order to like right like the first hurdle they run into is just already a creature that is unstoppable. And their strongest guy dies saving their life in the first battle. Like, I mean, if that doesn't if that doesn't say like you're off, this this is going to be an impossible fucking quest. I don't know what does. Yeah, that's some foreshadowing there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it, yeah, and even so, even its story quality is monstrous. Its appearance is monstrous, but the lore behind them is incredible. Mm. Like the Balrog, it's. It's like a primordial beast of destruction, and it's, it's right, and it's on fire. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, so, like fire thing. equals monster. I also want to just point out that Balrog, Balrog is that yeah. what I'm saying? Well, back, say ba- Balrog, 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 yeah. Backwards is Gorlab, which sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> which I just realised. Uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know but, which is the more terrifying way, way to say it. Golrab mm. or Balrog. I think ba- Balrog just sounds... Re- it sounds really dramatic when yeah, you pronounce it the L. Yeah, it sounds kind of regal as well. Yeah, he's, yeah, that's why I say it with the L, because it kind of gives it a bit of like, oh, it's it's got some flourish in there. It's a person. Yeah, the Balrogs of Morgoth, the infinite race. <laughs> Do you want to give us your pick, Sam? Yeah, um, I think... Probably the scariest, scariest creatures in the Harry Potter universe. Um, the mentors, to be honest, I think everything about them is just terrifying. They, they can't be tamed. They're that bad that they use them to torment people in the worst wizard prison. Like, they, the only way you can defend against them is with a Patronus charm, which you have to summon up happiness thoughts. When they're literally draining all happiness from the area, and that's the only way you can beat them. So, like your average wizard, you have to, you have to get the first bang or you lose. Exactly. <laughs> your average wizard isn't isn't doing too no. well against that. Furthermore, they're uh, they can literally suck your soul out with yeah. a kiss. Mm. And yeah, if, yeah, especially <coughs> if, you get, if it's a swarm that gets you. Yeah, swarm. Plus, it makes you miserable from the start. Of course. Like just, just being in a radius. Of yeah, yeah, they I kill flowers. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's like secondary effects, like monstrous as well. Like, the, like when the freezing comes, like the temperature drops, things in the area just start dying. Like, that is a monstrous presence before you even see the fucking thing. Of course, it's like... And then, additional to that, um, which for, for us, because like, I don't think any of us went to Hogwarts, we wouldn't even be able to see them. Like Muggles can't see them. So when these Dementors do attacks on Muggles, they are literally being grabbed out of nowhere, maybe hoisted. Like when um, Dudley's attacked in the subway in the Order of the Phoenix, 
obviously we see it from Harry's perspective so we can see the mentors but for him he'd have literally just been grabbed by the throat everything's feeling really miserable around him he has no clue what's going on like you just couldn't imagine that could you no like and I think that that is what makes them so terrifying and they're just the idea that they can't be tamed really and they just want as many they yeah, just want to even, even the, bas- the basilisk got tamed so, just say that again no I was saying yeah the, like even the basilisk got tamed by someone yeah exactly. and I, I, you know what I don't I don't think the mentors even have eyes really how is it that the, how is it that the ministry because the ministry have like control over the mentors to some extent right because because that's how they control that's how they keep them at Azkaban there's some element that they can do right I imagine it would be something along I, I, it might be explained in like the further works JK's done that I haven't read yet but I think I imagine because we can you can defeat them with Patrona charms you can usher them away I imagine there's enough powerful auras and whatnot in the ministry to kind of keep them yeah, at bay yeah, like yeah. and also to be honest like that's part of that's part of the evil deal about them they're given these people and they're like yeah you can torment these people take the life out of these people all day every day and they're criminals so it's mm. the ministry's basically yeah, the ministry giving them people to to whatever and the, the, the mentors love it when they get to kiss someone that's why when they're going to kiss Sirius in the third one like it's all it, it's just it's really evil and they do actually kiss um uh Barty Crouch Junior when he's um when Harry comes out of the Triwizard uh cup they don't do this in the film obviously because oh, it's so okay. dark but in the book um obviously they catch Mad Eye he's impersonating Mad Eye Moody isn't he yeah. they find Mad Eye Moody in that trunk thing and then like he's actually the mentors kissed like in the hospital wing at um, oh, Hogwarts wow. they get a Dementor in to do it like it's a really brutal like couple of lines in the book and you're like oh wow. so, yeah that's wow. my argument for that okay yeah. so we've, the, we've yeah the Dementors are spooky motherfuckers man yeah we have the Terminator versus Balrog versus the Dementors and this is mm. going to be a tough one uh, one the, the argument I'd make to start this off with is yes Balrog is a terrifying creature within the Lord of the Rings world and the Dementors is a terrifying creature within the Harry Potter world and the Terminator is a terrifying possibility in this world people are genuinely terrified I'll of say, AI I'll and say Skynet for, I'll say for Harry Potter I mean us Muggle folk will never know Exactly. Well, thank you. Yeah. Word, Sam. Like that's thank what we'll you. say about that one. And Everyone's been feeling really down lately, right? It's yeah. like seems to maybe there's just an influx of dementors in the area. We just don't know. you know, fucking manipulating Boris. I'm sure there is, but uh, Death Eater Johnson. At the, at, at the same time. I mean, have you um, seen Theresa May? In terms of talking about monsters, um, it's the monsters that you can associate with like real life that are the most sort of uh, terrifying and and do create phobias such as there are loads of people who do have phobias of robots taking over the world however irrational that may be that is a legitimate thing um uh so i think that adds to the horror of the terminator as opposed to the dementors and the balrog where they're comfortably in their own fantasy pockets of universes 
Like this is tough. I'm having to. No, I'm having I, to I, reach I get, for I this. Get, you know. I get your, that is an that is an argument in the Terminator's favor, and I do love the Terminator. Like one of the best sci-fi franchises, in my opinion. But the the term the the T eight hundred, the Mark One from Terminator. It's not. It's an unstoppable monstr- force of nature. Yeah, yeah, but like it's not it's not easily stopped, and like if it's after any ordinary man. But all right, is the Terminator going to stop a Balrog at the bridge of Moria? Is it? I mean, maybe a Dementor can't eat its soul because it doesn't have one, but it can't cap one in the. I'm going to be intrigued on his argument for the next one. Then Balrog would fuck. The Balrog will just murder you, man. Like it will, it will murder your whole. Again, are we arguing for the toughest monster? Well, in this in this case, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am right. Well, my point right now is just that the Balrog, like, bruv, like the dwarves accidentally woke it up and it was so pissed off that it decided to wipe out their entire kingdom, like, like extinguished. I think it was like two hundred thousand people. It also it killed. In the argument and then of only Gandalf had to sacrifice his life to it, stop it. It's, that's all. That's a, that's all well and true. But in in the in the life in the life of a movie monster, how much screen time does the Balrog get? Oh, um, about three minutes. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know if it's as much as that. Yeah, I, it, I mean, I they're expensive graphics. Actually, man. no, you know what? Because it does... 2001. Because of what appears <laughs> in the two towers, I think it probably has, like, uh, maybe between four and seven minutes of screen time. Okay. And, I did, you know, that argument could go for the Balrog as well, the fact that it was able it, to make such yeah, an like impact. A lot of, a lot of it is very memorable. Does. Yeah, it's very memorable. And as a fan, as, as someone who said that one of their most hyped movies this year was The Invisible Man, you don't always need to see a monster. Yeah. So, um, personally, I think the, mo- the, the most terrifying of the three of these is the Dementors. From a visual standpoint. Yeah, I, from a, I would concede that with what it's up against that is the most monstrous creature just just because everything about it is monstrous whereas like the balrog has same monster qualities and is terrifying but it's not it's not a monster every single day of the week most of the time it's just asleep yeah the terminator is doesn't sleep doesn't stop doesn't snack doesn't shit the mentors are just built around fear though they function off Mm. fear and yeah, their, their whole, whole thing is, is a monster. Yeah, yeah. and, and if, I feel like they'd be able to put enough depression upon the Terminator that he just switches himself off. Mm. You know what I mean? He's they like, you know free, what? They could freeze him. Yeah, they could. They could probably freeze him. I feel like. I feel like that. And I suppose they can. They do. They do have physical. They can <coughs> you physically as well. They yeah. just don't choose to. Realistically, what they I imagine they would do with Terminator is they'd keep flying around him, a whole gang of 12 of them, whatever. They'd keep picking him up, flying him really high and just letting him go. Yeah. Just letting him fall to the ground oh, until he yeah. eventually just breaks. <laughs> I feel like if you drop the Terminator from 100 foot a good 50 times, he's eventually going to break. Like, yeah, but he's going to do some damage as you're carrying him. He's not... He's not. But, but what could he do to them? They're like, I don't even... They're there's no real... It just start ripping back. into them. Yeah, but that doesn't just do grabbing and ripping. Like, he can't they, really do happiness thoughts just, either, can he? He, he can't. Kills people. But he can't yeah, do thoughts. So that whole mental exactly. thing is again. That's yeah, not an yeah, advantage. Yeah, that's why we're saying it would use it. The Dementor would use its physical 
qualities to affect to kill the Terminator, but a Terminator can't use its physical qualities to affect a Dementor. Yeah, again, like if we were talking the the toughest, the strongest, the best that would win in the battle well, royale. Why I'm I saying think, mine I has on, to be. I think on this, our most monstrous. I, I think our number two monster is the Dementor here. Yeah, because yeah. he wins. I agree. I know it's not who's the toughest. Probably too much shared at the Terminator. He's, he's built all around fear, and well, I, I mean, you two know I'm not a, a big fan of the Terminator oh, yeah, films, yeah. but like. Yeah, and it's just, he's cheesy, man. He's Arnold Schwarzenegger, like... Not in the first one. No. <laughs> like, the, yeah, the second one, I'll give too, you that. It doesn't the get too cheesy. Yeah, the third is like a complete cheese show, man. Well, have you ever laughed at a Dementor, though? Uh, I haven't, but like, well, I mean, I'm on the argument Terminator could, one. Yeah, we could say, we agreed we can have comedy monsters. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm, and in the second one, I, I think my whole argument is scariest. Mm. Scariest, baddest. Yeah, and I've I've already I've already put it on our list. Official, <laughs> the official number two pick of the Chimwaggers top to five yeah. monsters in movies is the Dementors. So Harry Potter is like yeah, is massively featured. it's a big yeah, it's Wars. a big monster category. The fantasy genre. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame we haven't featured Star Wars. Uh, but, well, I think it's. I think the mention. trouble with the trouble with Star Wars is the, there are some great monsters, but not necessarily iconic ones enough for mm. a top five list. Yeah, yeah. Because I was um, thinking of you know the thing that Luke chops its arm off, like the Yeti. Oh, oh the yeah. Wampa. The Wampa. Yeah, but the reason I didn't is because I couldn't remember its name. So <laughs> then it was like. It oh, just, that's. It I mean, that's, that then. says that speaks to the point, <laughs> doesn't it? Yeah. So, so before before we get to our final picks, um, would we like to pass around any honourable mentions? Yeah, uh, just we've mentioned a few like TV monsters before. I think we should mm. give them a shout. Do you want to yeah, yeah. throw a few out, Sam? Um, <laughs> well, I know someone wants to say one that uh, <laughs> I was saying earlier, but um, just as a as a friendly monster as well, the uh, I want to shout out the the Gorgonites from uh, Small Soldiers Toy Soldiers oh mad just mad they were like they I were monsters the but they were the good guys yeah. weren't they and the army guys were the bad guys and they were just yeah. so cool I used to have a Gorgonite yeah. toy it's been a while yeah. how has that film not been remade out of all the remakes and reboots I think it's because it's too it, it's like too Toy it's Story you know what it is as well it actually didn't do too well at the time it got massive like criticism because it was it was put out as a kid film but you got to think there's that scene where all the barbie dolls have got like kitchen yeah, no, knives it's, and it's, scissors it's and stuff violent. it's brutal like, like i i wouldn't have called it a kid's film i would say that's minimum 12. well that's <laughs> it got re-released as a pg-13 film oh, yeah, but like that kind of killed its its box office a little bit like yeah it seemed uh, to be going for the toy story audience it's a good film for kids of uh, the later generations. Twelve, I think if you were to watch that film from like eleven or twelve, you'd be good. But I think like the kids who initially went to see it were, were like mm. eight and seven. They just wanted, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I reckon. Toy Story, yeah. So it was like nineteen eighty nine. Toy Story was ninety five. I think the first Toy Story. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Um, the Toy Story first Toy Story was 94 oh, the second one I believe was 98 yeah 
the the only honorable mentions I want to shout out are just because they're TV ones we, I didn't put them on the list and that was the Demogorgon from Stranger Things because it's badass yeah yeah word word and then just the the Dalek from I mean because even though it is a film monster I don't think it's monstrous enough to make a top five list but it is mm. maybe an iconic was, uh, yeah. monster I was going to say yeah. we're doing an iconic exactly yeah and it's just it's a shame the Dalek from Doctor Who oh yeah because yeah. it's like it's not it's not monstrous enough that I'd say this is one of the five best monsters but if but because that's the list it's not on there but it's definitely one of the most iconic monsters in my opinion yeah 100% through decades really yeah like yeah literal decades the Daleks have always came back haven't they I haven't watched all of Doctor Who I came on from David Tennant era Mm. but like I've yeah, always, they, I've always kind of known about the Daleks. Yeah, yeah, it feel, yeah. It's like you could you could know about a Dalek with having no idea what it looks like, where they're from, but you know that word. Just like it, it, that exists within pop culture that that you know that word means some like bad guy. Mm. My honourable mentions would be like uh, the Raptors in Jurassic Park. Mm. Um, I like to shout one. out obviously Godzilla and King Kong. Um, in talking about like old school type of um, monster characters with, with Dracula especially um, Gary Oldman in Bram Stoker's Dracula was really cool um, yeah oh yeah and just oh, and just Christopher Lee in general oh yeah yeah the monster Christopher Lee Christopher <laughs> and, Lee and Christopher and Lee and to be fair we've never we haven't really spoke of it we we've paid homage to it a couple of times with Hulk and stuff and we've mentioned Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde like that's why they're such a good monster because they've got that kind of split mental state but like none of us have said Mr. Hyde which realistically I I think I don't don't know anywhere I've seen it good in movies Mm. you know what I mean true I guess just because I I do think (coughs) 100% I mean that's my argument for Hulk is that it's the modern classic of yeah because isn't he like the thesis like really he's the well not the thesis but the the He's like the inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. To, to so many. I think with a little Frankenstein's yeah, monster I, thrown in there. He, I think Jekyll and Hyde is. It's the. Uh, it's probably like the classic of, the mon. It's it's the monster within man, it's, and it's that specific kind of monster. Hmm. Yeah, I yeah so our final picks um i think i led off number two so that'll pass it off to solo um yeah sure i'll start um (laughs) my number one is the most iconic monster and just the best monster in my opinion and that's the xenomorph just from like well i guess the classic xenomorph from the alien franchise like not necessarily the queen or like the protomorphs from was it Prometheus and Covenant? It's a slippery slope, mate. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like specifically the Z- like the xenomorph drone, I think is what they're called within that universe. Well, yeah, I think that is just the the look of them is just, it's terrifying. Mm. Even when it was a baby, when it was yeah, tiny, yeah, exactly. yeah, like and just the, it. the fact, just how it how it first appears. When it's like you think the face hugger is what's 
like, do you think that's the monster and it's going to turn him into something crazy? Then that just di- withers and dies, and they're eating dinner and just fucking burst the chest. But it's it's called it's lit. They're literally just called Chestburster, and I think its its name says a lot about how fucking gruesome they are. It also says that it was made in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, love but it. Yeah, and and he, yeah, so like not they've been used in such different but brilliant ways throughout film now because it's a franchise monster and i just think it's all it's always brilliant mm. so sam if you had uh, to pick your top monster in movies what would it be Jesus, you could park a plane in that gap. Oh my god. Well, uh, Are we adding yeah, a laugh it, track it, or something? Yeah, did you not get what he said? <laughs> did you hear what he said? No. It was like, what would it be? Yeah. It's yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> you know okay, you... that was right over my head. <laughs> That's why I was just like... I was like, has he forgotten? No, no, no. I was like, he's done me there. I was like, I've just lost my argument. <laughs> now I'm just like, oh god. But yeah, it. I'm not gonna specify Pennywise because Pennywise is the the clown form of yeah. of him, and obviously he takes takes much different forms. Pennywise is the most notable though. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, just because he um, another one of them that purely targets children. Um, he'll only appear every 27 years and and then he just sleeps he's a bit i guess you could say he's a bit like the bow Bal- like he just will just terrorize for a summer feed and then disappear again but i think that's what's scary is because he's not active enough yeah they can never figure out what to what to do there's also there's loads of like it gets very very into the realms of sci-fi uh, when discovering the origins, which the film didn't really touch upon too much, but like Stephen King's book does, and there's just this whole concept of fear and this. I think what's just monstrous about him is that like he, I don't know. That's just his whole existence. His whole existence is just pain and feeding and whatnot. And they, these things can live basically forever as long as they're not stopped. Oh, is there more? Than, is there meant to be more than one of it? They're supposed to be meant to be from. There's, there's a. It's a race. It's a species of thing. Okay. I believe. I might have got that wrong. That film. That book. It gets really confusing when there's like a turtle that they have to take psychedelics to talk to, and he gives them the key to yeah, be in it. And <laughs> yeah, that Stephen King is. <coughs> the is, turtle's the that, only. Um, Oh, the, the 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 it's the only thing more powerful than it, isn't it? It's like yeah. that that the total birth the universe essentially. Mm. It gets it gets really weird, um, but I think just monstrous. Just I think as well because like the the definition of a monster really is what what kind of like it's it's meant to be scary. It's meant to be not normal and whatnot. And this thing will turn into whatever scares you, mm. like and that is just. Yeah, and everyone's scared of something like. Yeah, I can't. I, I thought it was really interesting seeing in the was, was it two thousand seventeen the remake of it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's twenty seven see- years after the nineteen ninety miniseries, which is a nice little Easter egg. Okay. Oh, I thought they just did that with the sequel with one of the movies. I think yeah. I think it was it was in production and then I think they probably just saw like cause it was confirmed I believe in 2015. Yeah. They probably just saw and thought right if we can get this out by 2017 we can it's a nice little Easter egg. Yeah. And then they released the next one. Two years later. Two years later. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, and and what I was going to say was how I'd like how it. It doesn't need to appear as, say, it doesn't need to take the form of a monster, because it appears in abstract form as well. Like when, uh, which kid is it? It's it, it's the one that kills the cows. I mean, he, you oh, know, yeah, shoots yeah, the cow, yeah, and it yeah. appears as I think. Yeah, oh, okay. Oh, I don't know their names, oh, but it, it appears as like a, what is it? People in a burning building or something? Yeah, yeah. And it's so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's that guy, and yeah. So it's like it doesn't take the form of a like clown, for example. Every time it appears, just it can be any kind of fear. Because I feel like there are some kind of monsters where it always takes a form, mm. and that I guess is. It's the, not less scary, but it's just less diverse in its power set. The thing about the clown is in um, where 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 they're from, uh, there was like a carnival with a bear spooky clown, so the whole town was just afraid of this this Pennywise clown. So then when that symbiote that we're calling it mm. like came, that was the form it naturally took because everybody <coughs> was bear spooked by this clown to begin I with. I didn't know that was why. I- why that it was, I, did, I didn't know why that was his <laughs> form. I thought it was just because clowns are fucking bookie. Yeah, <laughs> that as well. But then I think it also, like, it, the, the way it adapts as well, like, Eddie, um, the kid that's, like, brought up to believe he has all these allergies, even though you find out later on his mum's yeah, just it's all, nuts. It's all yeah, but, like, his his fear is, like, a leper, because a leper is literally just a vision of a, body, a disease. There's, like, bodies falling off because of mm-hmm. disease, you yeah. know, like... And I think that's just terrifying. I mean, he would, for me, he would appear in his clown clown form. Like that's that's enough for me. Yeah, see, I think that's the. Tr- I don't. I think, th- but I think that is almost the big fear of it is you don't know what form it's gonna take until it takes. It. Like actually, there was a really good Doctor Who episode like that with Matt Smith, where it was like a hotel and there was a room for everybody there, and you open the door and it's your greatest fear inside. And they like there was this. The yeah, there's this line they say which is like, no one knows what's in their room until they get there, and then and once you see it, you couldn't imagine how it could have been any you like you couldn't imagine how it would have been anything different. Like it's always that perfect thing that you go in there and it's your worst fear no matter what. Like you don't even know what it is until you see it kind of thing. Yeah, that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, man, this man, there's some fucking classic Doctor Who episodes out there man. of every of every genre right the the thing yeah, is though yours. this ain't Doctor <laughs> Who oh, is that what the thing is the th- and the, yeah. although <laughs> you know they're cute they're nice little pics um, the thing with the thing that we haven't even touched on yet is the psychological warfare that is plagued into the minds of people when you can't trust anybody mm. 
and even doubting yourself on whether you are yourself. Um, a fear that the thing exploits so well, particularly in the blood scene, when they're testing who's yeah. who, and everybody sat on that lineup is the bit afraid that their blood's going to start dancing. Yeah. You know, even yeah, though it's, it's illogical. No, there's but. no betray. Like, the person who is the monster in that doesn't betray at all who, that is them. Like, they all look just as terrified. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. I wonder if they told the actors who it was when they were shooting it. Well, probably. <laughs> I reckon. Well, I, 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 yeah. I don't know. Well, probably. Um, probably. I love the, the South Park spoof of that scene with the headlights where Cartman's testing oh, yeah, all their blood. Yeah, is, it, is it Kyle's blood? That uh, he Kenny's, he does it with. Oh, okay. I love that. I love that scene. Um, the the is sorry. The thing is uh, is is terrifying because it, it isn't one shape or thing, kind of like Pennywise and yeah. it. Um, but yeah. in its depiction, it's it's this gruesome claymation horror that yeah, although it, has been done in other films, has never been done to the the standard that John Carpenter. Um, you know, reached he he raised the bar and it was never really touched in my opinion. From, oh yes, to this day of. I'd say in 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 the presentation form it is definitely in a it is first in a category of its own. Yeah, it's truly terrifying of the unknown, and then of lose like being not knowing who is who. I think it it also it has. I really like the. The, like the specific name for it, even though it's never said in the film, is just it's literally just called the thing from outer space. Yeah, which and was I think its that, original title. Yeah, yeah, and like and that is, and that's the official yeah, designation yeah. of the monster. Yeah, I think the thi- the thing is. A, catchy, it is. Yeah, the, the thing from yeah, outer space a very is a good product title. of its time. Yeah, but I I like that as the specific. It's a very good name for the monster. Mm. Like the thing is the good name for the film, but the, that is a monstrous name. It's just brilliant, and now it's just like it's not even anything. It's just the thing from outer space. Like, yeah. No one even knows what the fuck that means. No, yeah, I, you don't know if it's if it's one entity, if it's several entities, mm. if it's like is it, yeah. is, is it just a, a is it a virus? Kind or, of, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, you never find out. <coughs> it, it just is a unclassified thing. Yeah, it's not like uh, it where it, it it's it's sole one one thing. That like is a is and isn't a thing, and you know imitates things, but it's it's one, it's soul. This this shit will spread, mm. you know, and um, we because the thing is so isolated within this research camp in um, the North Pole or somewhere. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the North Pole. Yeah, they uh, the because it's so isolated, you never really get like a full threat of this like like you do see that yeah in well, it the, with i think the town and i think that's part of the real terror in the thing because yeah. it's it's only it's only able to be stopped because it is in an isolated place like if it was in a city it would have it could have destroyed the planet instantly you have no idea if it stopped or not as well they burnt the place down mm. they yeah, but you, you know, don't know. Yeah, that's, that's one of the best things about that ending is that you, you yeah. don't know if it's one of them. You're left with two characters on uncertain death, like and mm. and the place burnt down, and you just 
the lights come up and you just yeah. go and live on with your life. You know, there, there was a they originally they did actually film a scene of them going back to the back to civilization and it being proven that they weren't monsters. But then they decided to cut it up to to the better of the film, in my opinion. Oh, so yeah. it's like it just ends. You don't find out. Like maybe one of them's a monster. Maybe mm. they're not. Or maybe it all stopped. Never find out. No, but it's. A, I, I yeah. I think the thing is uh, the greatest horror movie. Well, not horror movie, but the greatest monster in movies, uh, just because of its innovation. Uh, the fact that it inspired so much that came afterwards. Um, mm. It it it, it put the like. It created the bar for claymation animation, um, and ha- has hasn't, and I don't think will be surpassed. Yeah, um, the, o- the it's only multi-layered re- kind of villain, and it's like it is it causes paranoia and and um you know questioning your your fellow man as well as being physically like will will fucking bite eat you, imitate like, <laughs> yeah. you, take your life, take what you are. Um, yeah, it's terrifying. I, I personally, I, I think you know, you guys, your pics are cute, they're nice. You know, well, I like them, but uh, I did I, I just, number four. Yeah, I just don't because I do. I do think that <coughs> it's not most, It's not monstrous enough to be the top, the top monster. I don't know. You, um, if the xenomorph, you know, rocks up to the, the thing in in outer space. Um, you know the, the thing's gonna imitate the xenomorph and make it like the the worst version the, of it. This, the Xeno's already at the top of its food chain, though. It is the ape- It is an apex the predator. The thing of... isn't on a food chain, my G. There right. ain't no food chain on the thing. You know it ain't sitting around with lions and that. This the is queen, like the fourth the dimensional of uh, viruses. I don't know. I don't think I don't. Yeah, you know, I I do think the thing would be like a Xeno hive in a fight, but I still think the Xeno is a better monster. As well, as far as we're aware, only fire can kill it. I mean, mm. we only get a a brief look into. Yeah, and the Xenomorph the don't like the, that either. No, uh, definitely couldn't control it because it like they can't see with with it, right? That when it's dark, it's perfect sight for a Xenomorph. Mm. <coughs> when there's fire about it oh, I don't it's think shit, it's I don't think it's meant to see through its eyes I'm pretty sure it, I'm it's trying to scent, think of the I'm old pretty sure it's a, it's game, a scent you know. based creature if I'm not mistaken Fair. well uh, yeah and it's and I guess <laughs> the hive mind gives it orders and, and we, shit we know how to sort of xenomorph out don't we you just open the door yeah it, it provided the door film. doesn't have like hundred more behind it <laughs> well yeah, yeah. But i think I, that's one thing that does tick me off about alien a bit is that the, the way they solve and even in alien covenant the way they get rid of the yeah the i'm trying to think if there was one where they the door. didn't it's just like oh, come on uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if it works every time it works every time yeah or you just bell my man the predator yeah. let him whip him into shape yeah, it's funny how we, none in, of us mentioned Predator, not even in an honourable mention. Well, I guess I, I, I feel like Predator isn't in his monstrous qualities. He's not a top monster. Okay, yeah. Like although 
If we were doing like, like top five assassins. If, yeah, assassin and alien. He ranks a lot higher, but mm. as monster, I feel he's lower. He's lower down. Great. So, yeah. So the thing's number one, right? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> think. So. I don't think I could argue that it's higher. Do you uh, think? I don't know. I don't. I. I mean, well, I, I mean, obviously, I don't think so. I put it. <laughs> I, I put it on my personal number four. The thing in Xenomorph are similar in terms of the like the isolated kind of. Um, villains mm. where the, one, one is in a research center the other one is is on the Nostromo um, yeah I think that's the original one yeah, yeah and um, it's kind of a no, lot a lot of the film is is one you know one person trying to figure out what it is and running away from it whether yeah. it's Ridley or um, Kurt Russell I don't know his name in that film but uh, yeah me neither I feel like it's Jack something yeah, and there's also like the crew of people turn on each other as well. Yeah. Um, so there's, yeah, there's the a lot of Yeah, the only crew that turned on any of them in the original was the android, and it was a bastard from the start. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it does hurt that, like, if I was to win Xenomorph, wouldn't it be on the top five? But at the same time, you know, if the thing isn't on the top five. That's gonna sting. There's a no. This this is a no win situation because Pennywise mm. deserves to be on the top five. Yeah, if he was gonna are, do it in this way, that would be one, two, and three. Brilliant monsters. <laughs> <coughs> like, as far as I'm concerned, Angley's the Hulk does not deserve to be on the top five <laughs> list. That doesn't include Pennywise or the Xenomorph. Yeah, I, I, well, it's that's just, just kind like, of mad. That's just because it's co- it's because we're back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's because we're battling for a number one. Rather than the number three. Yeah, you have to be strategy. You have to put your favorite number five. Uh, No, he. Oh yeah, he is. He he is good. Yeah. Yeah. Mad. How did that happen? We'll have to re-listen to it and find out. Um, But it was just my picture. It was my. It was my picture about the gentle inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So how could we decide? On Xenomorph versus the thing. No, I feel like. I mean, I don't know because I think I think I think Sam, you've got to, you've got the final say here because I think me and Rogan are both kind of being immutable, and we're not choosing each other's. No, I would say the thing, just because it's, it causes as as Rogan says, like it, it just causes like, it causes doubt within the human, as well. Whereas the aliens, pretty. It, it's so gruesome in that but it is you get what you get with it you know what I mean yeah, like, yeah I suppose it's impact is less monstrous definitely I and I, I feel like with the thing like no one really knows what to do with it whereas I mean Pred- Predator and that come along and this is the thing that I don't like about the alien films as well is the first one they make the aliens out to be very overpowered very strong and whatnot. but come time you get into Alien versus Predator and stuff like that they're just cutting from like it's nothing you know and that's yeah, it it's the scaling yeah, it, of it. it it did make the alien <laughs> seem a lot the, less powerful the, there is there is an argument in that where they're like that the technically like kind of different species of this mm. of this xenomorph it's not like yeah, it's not uh, yeah always i mean that, the that, same. Is, that is my that that's is my argument against yeah like well yeah against the portrayal in the alien versus predator films because it's more like just 
the that's why I was saying like it's the classic xenomorph as it appears in the alien franchise like I wouldn't I mean even though I guess it is I wouldn't say that alien versus predator and alien is the same franchise it's almost two separate ones because I'd say the alien versus predator were more like well, they were just money makers I don't think yeah it's it's, it's like into, it's Freddy versus Jason it, I was about to say the exact it's, same thing and it was a similar era I think because I think it was around early 2000 <coughs> when they did the first Alien vs Predator and when they did Freddy vs Jason it would and yeah, yeah I think you're King right Kong, you take two key players from two big franchises bang them in a spin-off it's like when like Disney shows used to have like those crossover those episodes, crossover episodes yeah. of three of their different shows and you'd just be like wait what it just blow your mind mm. like it just works to sell a quick film it doesn't have to be good you just yeah. you, you get all of a franchise to be like oh yeah and then that's why I think because they made them both so powerful in their own little, their mm, own little yeah they, they couldn't stack up against each other they couldn't do no and now that and then like they've gone back to that alright we're just doing the solo films like Prometheus and stuff like this and then they're kind of steadying up the aliens again and then you're like hang on wait what like Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I am enjoying watching the slow evolution of the alien. From I mean, even though I'm not a big fan of Prometheus, I enjoy like that it's gone back. A bit like how Star Trek Enterprise, Scott Bakula only wanted to do it if it was going back instead of the next thing. I feel like it tarnishes the aliens from because we know it's pre-Alien vs Predator when these films are set, right? Well, that's what, I'm, that's what I mean, but I don't think... You don't class it as... Predators. I mean, can, canonically, it definitely isn't in the same franchise. But I would say even, like, just as a set of movies, it's not even the same franchise. True. Yeah. But I guess we're going with the thing, though. Yeah, I don't like that they tied the name to it that, then, like, because... Yeah, because now I'm thinking about it, they are just so different. Like... Mm. It was just, my, I think, yeah, it was just money. Because they even made a video game franchise of Alien vs. Predator. It was a very good yeah. game, I'll give it <laughs> The game was better than the film. Brother, I used to always play as the alien in that game. I, I, I took... I, oh, no, I, Predator. I took strip- no, but that, yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I, I went tactical, because when the alien could have the Predator, if they were on an equal footing. True. Because like, I was always, like, sneaking around through tunnels and shit, and i just, like, tackle some motherfucker off a temple. Game was amazing. Yeah. Being able to play as a xenomorph was was crazy. So the thing from outer space. The definitive top five movie monsters. <laughs> Let me try that again, guys. The definitive top five movie monsters from us guys, the Chimwaggers, is number five, the Basilisk from Harry yeah. Potter in the Chamber of Secrets. Number four. Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Number three, Hulk from Anglese Hulk. Yeah, word. <laughs> Number two, Dementors from Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban and so on. Um, and number one, The Thing, with very honourable mentions for It, for the Xenomorph, for Balrog and Terminator. Shout out Jabba the Hutt. Um, and shout out Mimic because he was an outfield mm. choice, but still respect it. Cool. Big up the Sarlacc. The Sarlacc. <laughs> the Sarlacc. I was tempted, you know, to mm. say it. I was. 
Um, but it just it just didn't weigh up against the others on my list. Same. <laughs> so um, went on to nearly an hour and a half. <laughs> Probably one of our longest podcasts to date. Yeah, I think. we'll have to trim that one down, boys. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for listening. Um, it's been a pleasure. God bless. All right. Bye bye. Thank you very much.